Hello, and welcome back to another enlightening and exciting episode of the Skellington Grin Podcast. I'm your host, Alice B. Skellinger, back from a week off. I took this week off because I was noticing a lot coming up for me that was indicative of some past traumas, and I really wanted to make that time for myself to heal from those things and to really sink into what it was that I was feeling, what these resistances were that were continuing to come up, and all of these different things that I really needed to give attention to during this week. And I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. I I can hear it. I can feel it. I sound a little bit stuffier than normal because the weather is finally changing here in Louisiana. And with that, my sinuses are acting up like crazy. And I am trying to monitor whether or not I am actually getting a cold or it is simply just the change in the weather that is making me feel this way. However, today we are going to be diving into a topic that transcends all beliefs and welcomes the spiritual seeker in each of us. We are exploring the art of connecting with the divine, that higher power or source energy, whatever you may personally believe in. In previous episodes, we've talked about trusting yourself in the universe, and now we're going to be taking that trust to the next level by connecting with our spiritual guides. Whether you believe in God, the universe, higher powers, or something else entirely, or you follow a pagan sect where you believe in multiple different gods, this episode is for you. So let's unlock the wisdom and guidance that is always within reach and dive right into today's episode. Hey there, friends. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to share with you something that I've discovered recently on my health and wellness journey. As a crucial part of this journey, I've been reevaluating my relationship with coffee, and it's been quite an eye opener. I used to wake up every morning eager for that first cup, even going to my local Starbucks or another coffee shop to get my fix if I didn't have the time to make it at home. Recently, though, regular coffee has had me dealing with a laundry list of issues, including increased migraines, pesky bloating, and heightened anxiety, with and without the fixings. Not to mention there was always the dreaded midday crash and the caffeine withdrawal from not having enough coffee. I knew I needed to make a change, and that's when I heard about mushroom coffee. I was intrigued, but also extremely skeptical and overwhelmed by the sheer number of options out there. That's when I stumbled upon Rise Superfoods. I took the leap and ordered their coffee, and the results have been nothing short of amazing since. Since incorporating Rise into my daily routine, I've experienced a significant improvement in my mood and focus, and my gut is much happier due to less irritation and bloating. The makeup of Rise Superfoods is a unique blend of organic Arabica coffee and six different mushrooms, each one offering its own set of incredible benefits. There's cordyceps for stamina, lion's mane for focus, reishi for stress, turkey tail for gut health, shiitake for immunity, and king trumpet for fighting oxidative stress. And it's 100% vegan for all of my plant-based and vegan friends out there. I like to enjoy mine every day with my favorite plant milk and a little bit of Splenda. But you don't have to take my word for it. If you want to experience the magic of Rye Superfoods for yourself, you can enjoy a fantastic 15% off by using coupon code SKELLINGTONGRIN at checkout. They also have a matcha blend for those of you who would prefer that. Simply go to risesuperfoods.com to get started today. That's R-Y-Z-E superfoods.com. Thanks again to Rise for helping me discover this incredible wellness solution. 
Perhaps the most foundational part of connecting to any aspect of spirituality is the ability to trust in your own intuition. And especially when you're thinking of connecting to the divine, you want to also have this base knowledge of how to tap into your intuition. Because your intuition is going to be the foundation for whether or not you believe in specific spiritual practices, whether or not you decide to follow specific spiritual practices, whether or not you take action towards the goals that you have for yourself. And it also helps to guide the different things that you ultimately desire. And when you're listening to when you're listening to your intuition, you're listening to that gut feeling, that inner knowing, and you're listening to your heart space as well. Because your gut and your heart are going to be that inner compass that guides your intuition. And that intuition is going to therefore guide your decision-making processes and your action processes. And when you allow your intuition to lead the way, especially when you are going on a spiritual path, it will both motivate and support you when you need it, and also protect you when things don't feel quite right. Take for example, have you ever asked for a sign that you're on the right path to something? And you just really started to feel kind of happy about it. And you started to feel like you could visualize where you wanted to be. That's your intuition motivating you and saying, hey, you're on the right path. You're doing something great. And then on the flip side, have you ever been in a situation with a person or have you ever been in a specific place or have you ever looked at a specific thing and your intuition chimed in and said, hey, maybe you should steer clear of this. That was your intuition protecting you. And to sum it all up, your intuition is going to be your biggest champion and also your biggest defender. Your intuition isn't going to allow you to move forward into something that you, in your head, your heart, your gut, know you know full well that it isn't right for you. Your intuition is also not going to let you pass up opportunities that are right in front of your face that could help you to become a better version of yourself. And once you harness the power of trusting your intuition, then you can develop this allowance for the universe to guide you. Whether you see the universe as the one true source or you believe in specific deities and higher powers, the wisdom that the universe and or these deities hold can be another guide in your life. When you open yourself to the cosmic wisdom and allow it to illuminate the areas of your life where you seek guidance the most, you're then able to gain more clarity. But I want to kind of, I want to phrase it like this. So I used to be a professional tarot reader and I still offer tarot reading services. And whenever clients come to me and they are asking for advice, they are seeking guidance from the tarot, I remind them that the tarot is not meant to be the be all end all that I'm not here to tell them what to do. 
I'm not here to give them the blueprint and then they just run with it. I'm here to show them what they can do right now that they know within themselves they are able to do. I am here to simply shine a light on where they might need to heal the most or where they might be focusing the least. For example, if a client were to come to me and they were to say that they are having some trouble with deciding on the best career path for themselves and they know that they have skill sets of these two careers that they feel they would enjoy embarking upon and they have all of these skills and they know that they want to be able to hone those more and they want to be able to shine a light on these skills more but they also have this affinity for this other thing I will then ask them okay during the reading I will ask them okay so this is what's coming up for you and this is what you're wanting to do You have a choice to make. You can either combine these two things into one thing and find a career path that will benefit both of these things. Or you can take a risk and go for this one thing that you're really, really passionate about, even if you have the skill sets for this other thing that you're not sure that you want to continue to do for the rest of your life, even though you know you're good at it. Or, of course, you also have the third alternative where you can continue down that path of doing something that you know that you're good at, but maybe that you don't enjoy. But when you're connecting to the universe, you're connecting to spirit, you're connecting to whatever it is, and you're allowing that guidance in, you're not simply saying, I hand this over to you. I hand all of my problems over to you. You fix it. I hand all of my questions over to you. You answer them. Universe isn't going to do that. Universe is going to show you maybe the signs that you need to be looking out for. Universe is going to direct you in the way that you need to go. Universe is going to say, hey, this is what you are working with right now. And this is what you can do in this situation. And with And as with any advice, you can take it and fold. But if you go against it knowing that there could be consequences, then that's where you might wind up in even stickier situations and even harsher waters than you maybe should be. Another key to connecting with the divine is the ability to live in the present moment. It's probably the simplest yet most profound concept that there is in any aspect of life and any aspect of spirituality. The more we are tuned into the here and now, the more receptive we become to signs, guidance, nudges from the universe, nudges from our intuition and more. We've talked before about synchronicities and serendipities that happen in our lives. Right? From seeing repeating numbers like 111, 333, 444, to having that long lost friend call us out of the blue. 
when we are rooted in the present moment, we are able to have these experiences, these synchronicities that come up, whether we've asked for them or we're simply thinking about them on a subconscious level. And when we are deeply rooted in the present moment, when we are fully immersed in the present, we are able to unlock those hidden opportunities and possibilities and potentials that maybe we weren't aware of before. We are able to thus say, this is what I can and can't do. This is what I want to do. This is what I know is going to make me happy. This is what is going to get me closer to that life that I want to live. And this ties into the next key. This powerful technique. Visualization and meditation. During our meditations, we can visualize our desired realities and notice ourselves stepping into the lives that we wish to lead. And we know from previous episodes that visualization during meditation can help you to manifest your dreams even faster because you're putting this almost reality on what it is that you want to have. You're visualizing that the house that you want, the car that you want, the money that you want to see in your bank account, the money that you want to be able to physically have in your wallet, all of these different things that you want to experience in that desired reality, you are realizing them into existence. You are making them real in your mind's eye. And I want to I want to emphasize that you're making it real in your mind's eye. Whether the things that you want actually physically exist and are physically tangible in the 3D reality right now doesn't matter. They exist to you in your mind's eye. And that is the most important part of visualization. You are visualizing, hey, this is something that I want. This is something that I understand to be real. This is something that I know, even if it doesn't exist right at this second, it can exist. It's something that I want to experience. And because it exists as a blueprint in your mind, it already exists. Take, for example, the dream home. Everybody out there has a dream home that they envision themselves living in. I have a dream home that I envision myself living in. So maybe you're like me and you want to have a four to five bedroom home. And you know the exact square footage that this house is supposed to be. You know whether or not it is a one story home or a two story home. You know whether or not it has carpet in any of the rooms. Or if it has all tile and linoleum flooring. You know whether or not it has any wood flooring. Like true wood flooring. You know how many bedrooms are in this house. You know whether or not this house has a multi-car garage. Or if it even has a garage at all. If you're in a state that has basements in the homes, which I'm not in a state that has basements in the homes because we get a lot of flooding, but if you're in a state that has basements in the homes, you know that you want a basement so that you can have an extra, like, 
room for entertainment. Maybe you want to put like a pool table down there or that's that's the room that maybe um, if you have a spouse that's really invested in sports, that could be their sports room and you want that basement to be that that area, right? Whatever the case, you have this blueprint of this dream home in your mind. So to say that it doesn't exist because it's not physically tangible yet is to deny the fact that it can exist. It's to deny the fact that it could become tangible. You have the blueprint in your mind. All you have to do is get it down on paper and go through the process of building it. If you yourself are a contractor, you can build that dream home. If you need to hire contractors, you can hire contractors to build that dream home with the money that you want to manifest into your life, right? So... The fifth principle of connecting to the divine is connecting with your spiritual guides. So like we've said before, whether you look at the universe as the one true source or you connect with angels, ancestors, your higher self, other deities, archangels, whatever it is that you connect with, you understand that they are here to offer their wisdom to you. And one of the best ways that you can initiate this connection is meditating and setting intentions. And even sometimes speaking aloud, asking for their presence and their guidance. Take for instance, if you know someone who is religious, who likes to pray a lot, they will ask their angels, they will ask God, they will ask Jesus for his presence. They will ask for that guidance. They will, whether it is praying the rosary, or they are praying at mass, or they are going to, um, you know, groups and going to church services and praying with other people, they are asking for that presence. They are asking for that guidance. They are saying, Lord, have mercy upon me. Lord, have mercy upon my neighbor. Lord, have mercy upon this. Lord, Lord, please grant me the ability to call this into my life. Lord, please show me the way. Lord, please show me how this can get better. Lord, I'm in a tough spot in my life right now. Please show me how my life can get better. Please show me what I need to do to make my life better, right? And I'm using that as an example because I know many people who, even though I'm not overly religious, I'm more spiritual and, I'm, and I uh, identify as a Wiccan, I understand that a lot of the people in my life, my, my family members, um, some of my friends, are religious. And they don't, they don't you know, say anything about, about me following what I want to follow. And I don't say anything about what they want to follow. But that is the biggest example that I have of connecting to your guides. For me, for me personally, it would be me leaving offerings on my altar to my deities my deities like Lamorrigan and Freya and asking them for their support and their guidance whether I'm using a blessed candle or I'm using any kind of herb offerings or any kind of effigies that I can put on my altar to them and saying hey I need your wisdom I need your guidance what can I do in this situation right So you're connecting and you're setting those intentions. 
You're asking them for their guidance. You're using meditation to set intentions and ask for that guidance. You're connecting with them in that space. Whatever space that looks like for you, whether it's meditating, whether it's simply calling out, whether it is simply setting intentions at the beginning of your day and even setting intentions before you go to bed, that is how you will connect to your spiritual guides. Finally, the going back to the point of trusting in the guidance of the universe, connecting and embracing signs and synchronicities. Once you've established a connection to your guides, once you've established that trust in your own intuition, once you have allowed the universe to show you what could be possible, and once you have used that visualization during meditation and everything like that, you can then embrace signs and synchronicities. You'll start to notice signs that validate your path. You'll start to, again, like I said, you'll start to see repeating numbers. You'll start to see um, the same car maybe three times in the same color, the same make and model. You'll start to see um, that long-lost friend reaching out to you because you're thinking about them. Whatever it is that could be a possible synchronicity, whatever it is that could be a possible sign, you will start to see it once you have established those other connections. Thank you again for joining me on this enlightening exploration of connecting with the divine and understanding spiritual guides. Remember that it doesn't matter the name that you give to your beliefs, and it doesn't matter if you are spiritual or you are religious or you are a bit of both. What matters is the journey of discovery and growth within yourself. Until the next episode, keep trusting your intuition, allowing the universe to guide you, living in the present moment, and visualizing your dreams. And most importantly, connect to your spiritual guides because they are always by your side. If you enjoyed this episode and it resonated with you, feel free to subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review, and share this episode with a friend. This is Alice B. signing off. Bye!